Mae West once said, Love is like a booger. You pick and pick at it. Then when you get it, you wonder how to get rid of it. I wouldn't know. I've never really been in love. I've been in like and in lust. But in most of those relationships, I turned out to be the booger someone wanted to get rid of. Max and Cora, my parents, are prime examples. They insisted my siblings and I call them Max and Cora from the time we babbled our first words. I couldn't have known at that infantile stage that this wasn't the norm. I didn't discover until I entered the real world of primary school that my family marched to the beat of a different drummer, or that everyone referred to us as those weird greys. I grew up in Maryland, where I lived with my parents up until five months ago when I moved to Pilster, New Jersey. It was a Saturday, August 15th, my birthday, the day I turned 29. Prior to moving, I'd been working as an associate brand manager for a small marketing company. My parents had been trying to nudge me out of the nest for several years. They encouraged, suggested, cajoled, and when I remained burrowed in, they dropped the bomb that convinced me to look for a new place to live. You know we love you, Cora began one blue-skied morning in early June, as I sat in the kitchen eating my usual breakfast of tricks in fat-free almond milk. But you need to find a place of your own. I'd come to expect a don't-you-want-to-spread-your-wings discussion every few months. But this sounded more like a pack-your-bags-kid-you're-being-evicted. She leaned in and kissed me on the cheek to dull the punch. At this stage of our lives, she continued, Max and I want to live a certain lifestyle. And with you still here, we're not able to do that. Given quinoa and alfalfa sprouts have more in common with my family than I do, you'd think I'd have moved out years ago. New situations make me uncomfortable. I prefer the familiar. Max and Cora were familiar. They're also my parents, and I love them, despite being, well, weird. So I stayed, comfortably ensconced in the crib I knew, content to tread down the same predictable rut. My mother took my hands and gave them a light squeeze. The truth is, and please don't take this the wrong way, Clematis, you're cramping our style. Yes, my real name is Clematis. I never understood why, if my parents wanted to name me after a flowering vine, they didn't have the foresight to pick jasmine, wisteria, or anything else that didn't sound like an STD. They aren't stupid people. Odd, yes, but not stupid. You'd think they would have realized what they were setting their youngest child up for. I didn't understand a lot about my parents, though, including my mother's comment. I got that they might want to encourage me to embrace my independence. But how could I be cramping their style? They came and went as they pleased. I cooked and cleaned after myself, and it wasn't like I was freeloading. I paid them rent, which I had suggested because I had a decent-paying job and it was only fair. I wondered if they wanted to repurpose my bedroom, turn it into a meditation room or gym or something. It was their house. We're nudists, Max cut to the chase. 
we were going to wait until you moved to live the lifestyle. But the way things are going, we'll be dead before you get a place of your own. We love you, but you're pushing 30. We don't want to wait any longer. My mouth dropped open, and I stared at them. They stood in front of me in matching white robes, probably organic bamboo, and I suspected they must be naked underneath. It was awkward, at least for me. Max and Cora have always been free spirits, but I think I'd have been less stunned if they'd told me they were cloning Bob Marley in our basement. I wasn't a prude, but I was the conservative one in the family, and they were my parents, the nudists, so yuck. <laughs>